Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back for the mid-season finale of Tea Time with Ronald Mercer. Today's episode is going to be a crazy one, so I'm not going to keep you guys long. Let's just go ahead and get started with that. My special guest star, go ahead and introduce yourself. My name's Tanner Johnson, short for Tantan. Um, and right now I'm in West Hollywood, California, the most, the most beautiful place in the world. Absolutely. What do you do for a living? I do it all, but my main profession is I'm a chef. Um, and I, you know, I cook all over the world. Okay. And what are some of your passions? Woo. I mean, I have a lot of passions. Obviously, food is one of my biggest passions. Traveling. I love the gym. I love basketball. I love the beach. Uh, my biggest passion, I would say, though, is music. I mean, you see me on the dance floor. You see how rowdy I get. So I love to have fun. I love music. I love dancing. And, you know, I love to be around my friends. Absolutely. Where are you from originally? I'm from a little town in Washington State called Tenino. No one ever knows where it's at. It's like a farm town, but it's about two hours south from Seattle um, in the Pacific Northwest. And, you know, I pretty much grew up in a cow field full of shit. <laughs> Well, that's kind of very similar to my story with me growing up in Dallas. I'm like, just in the middle of nowhere, you know, you know how that goes. Literally. Sometimes I love that. Sometimes I don't. Yeah, absolutely. Do you, okay, so now we're going to dive in. How did we meet? Do you want to tell everyone how we met? I think I've known you. I actually was thinking about this today. I've known you since I was 21. I'm not going to say my age you know, being on live TV or whatever, but that was eight years ago. So you can do the math. I met you through one of my crazy exes. I've had a couple. Um, who is your friend, actually? Birds of a feather flock together. First off. But, um, no, I actually met you through an ex, my ex-fiance. Yes. And we're about to get ready to dive in in a second. But first off, bitch, tell your real age. People know... It's nothing wrong with like admitting to getting older. I tell people all the time I'm 31. I'm okay, just saying. I'm, we're gonna go right into it. 29. Well, you look, you look early 20s, but I'm 29, almost 30. But yes, I met you through my first fiance. I've only had two, but um, I met you in a club, right? That was our first time we met in Dallas. Yes, we met through a club, through his ex. And that is what we're going to dive in in just a few seconds, excuse me. Uh, but first thing, you know, like what I, I tell everyone on this show, I like to do Ronald Cam, where I get the person who's on my show to stand up and show their body. And it seems like from what I'm seeing, you have a really nice shirt on. So show people what you're working with, Tanner, Tantan. Well, I was unexpecting this, but I am an open book. And, you know, just like everyone on Zoom, you look good from up top, but I guess on the bottom, I'm just wearing underwear. <laughs> I, I mean, to be honest. <laughs> I was not expecting well, there, you, there you go. Okay, well, that was not expected at all. But, okay, he's showing his little tiny whities. He's showing his little ass. It's not here. Bitch, it is it's very hot up in here. You know how Lauren. Go. 
Absolutely. Okay. So now we're going to dive in, everyone, into a topic that I have been waiting for for the longest time. And let's just go ahead and get started. So when I first met you, I met you through your ex. And like I say, everyone, I'm not going to give any names. But this ex in particular was kind of crazy. If I remember, I am friends with him, but I haven't seen him or talked to him in years. But some of the stuff that I heard was kind of crazy to me. So I do want to bring up a few things about this. First thing, allegedly, because I like to use that term because people like to say stuff and sometimes we don't know if it's true or not. But I did want to ask you, Tanner, according mm -hmm. to your ex, he claimed that you stole over $10,000 from him. Was that true? Yes. Okay. Absolutely not. It was not <laughs> true at all. It was funny when I broke up with him. He was scary. So I pretty much left him during the day. He was going to see his family. And I was like, okay, ta-ta. Like, he was really scared. We had a really bad physical and mentally abusive relationship. And, you know, I was scared of him. I was 21. I was young. He was, like, in his late 30s. Um, and I literally planned my escape. And he left. And so then I packed like two bags up. I, I left everything I ever had and I left. And then he came back and realized, you know, I had left him. And then he calls my mom. He's like, Tanner stole, you know, $10,000 from me and, and blah, blah, blah. Never happened ever, 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 ever. I've never stolen any money from anyone. I always say the only thing I've stolen is somebody's man, which has happened once or twice. I'm sorry, but it has. It happened. Yeah, but no, uh, I have never stolen any money from anyone. And if I was going to steal some money, it would not be 10K. 10K. I mean, I'm going to steal something that's worth it. Exactly, bitch. So you don't but have to no. ever work again. <laughs> okay, well, I reason no, why... I, I go to bed very, very... You know, I go to bed very, you know, calm, knowing I did not take any money and, you know... You and I have the running joke of Tanner the Scammer, which mm -hmm. is one of my favorite nicknames. <laughs> you know it's because it's a joke. I have a say. That's fine. I mean, I think it's a great name. It rhymes yeah. well and it looks good on paper. Not really. Well, you, well, you know, <laughs> this is something I'm going to bring up about your ex. And, you know, like I tell everyone on this show, I'm very honest. I'm very straight to the point. I don't hold back on anything. From what I saw with his ex, his ex was crazy. He was the type of person who was very demanding. And he would always tell me all the time when they weren't together, had told me, hey, hook me, up with, hook me up with your friend. Oh, he's interested in me. Oh, this guy gave me head in the bathroom. He was very demanding. But you did mention to me that he was very, he was very physical. Did he ever put his hands on you? Yes. I mean, I, I this is something people already know, but we had mm -hmm. a very tumultuous relationship. He was very aggressive. He um, would, you know, drink and get crazy. Emotionally, he wasn't really there as well. And people like him, you know, they like to prey on the younger. And I was young at that time. I had just turned 21. I actually met him before I was 21. Mm -hmm. um, and he came up to me very charming. And I was like, okay, this guy's cool. Um, we had the same interests. But, you know, 
you got you can't judge a book book by its cover. And so once I got to know him, I was like, whoa, like it, it was just so crazy. And he did put his hands on me. It was just very violent. And when there's alcohol involved and um, you know, insecurities and just the type of person he was, it wasn't healthy for me. And so I left him and you know, when you leave someone who's controlling a narcissist, a liar, a manipulator, their only tactic is to like sabotage you. And so referring back to the 10K apparently that I stole, it was all a lie and he just wanted to hurt me and make me look bad, which in the end made him look bad because where has he been? I don't know. Nowhere. Does well, he have I'm... a job? I don't think so. I mean, <laughs> well, I, I will say this though. <laughs> I'm always seeing him out, always traveling. So this is something I've realized with a lot of people. A lot of people pretend to be something that they're not. From what I was told from him, he had told me in particular that he was like running low on money. So I'm wondering, like, how is he supporting his lifestyle? Because he does have a drug problem. We both know this. And I was going to ask you as well, if all this was happening, why did you stay with him? I didn't know any better. I, I, it was my first real relationship. We were engaged. We at times did have positive moments. Um, but I stayed with him ultimately because I was scared for my life. He threatened me. He threatened my family. He, he was like an ex gang banger. You know, his friends have held me at gunpoint before. Like it was scary. And there was times I was scared. I've had to have the cops called. I mean, it was just very, bad and yeah it, it was crazy i look back and i'm like holy shit how did i survive that i'm not a victim by any means but it was difficult and you know he stole my dog my service dog um you know a lot of times when people accuse you of things they're the actual ones doing it mm -hmm. and projecting a lot and a lot of people hide behind a facade of you know designer bags and fashion and, and spending money and when you really don't got it. And that's kind of what he maybe is doing. Maybe I know, maybe I don't know, but I do know that maybe he's running low on funds because all he cares about is having the newest bag, which is not that important. <laughs> but, but also too, this is something I noticed as well. He spends, <laughs> he spends a lot of money on strippers and dancers and these little like little white boys. I mean, <laughs> you you know how I am. I'm just calling the way he I see. Does speak. love go 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 boy? Little white boys. He definitely loves. I mean, yes, he goes out with cash because he can't get anything without buying it. Pretty much. I mean, sorry, not sorry. I mean, he got me. I don't know how, but. Um, he did, but you know, he was a cheater. He was a liar. Everything he ever said or did to me was a projection of his own problems. And so, you know, I left his ass. Um, he had like video cameras all over our house. He would watch me. And I remember I packed my bags and I looked at the camera and I flipped it off and I, my ass left. And then, you know, after that was a series of events, I'm going to kill you. I'm going to kill your whole family. I mean, you're dead. Like, you know, when he came to West Hollywood like a couple of years ago and you saw him, I was like, holy shit. I'm not scared of him, but he's unpredictable. So where is he at at all times, Ronald? Let me know. Or even when I go to Dallas, 
I would ask Ronald, hey, is he here? Like, I even had to have security guards um, follow me around one one time at Gay Pride because I was just so, like, kind of shook about it. I mean, traumatized, but, yeah. I haven't seen him or heard from him for many years. You know, that's very scary just to even go through something like that and just to be like, you don't know if he's behind you because I remember that year because you had told me, you like, oh, where is such and such? And I was with him. And so every time I, he will come out with me, I'll give you a heads up because I'm the type of person, especially if I really fuck with you, I want to make sure that you're safe. And for me, I felt like he was the type of person, he would say what he would do. Yeah. And he just came off as very crazy. And, you know, to be honest with you, I don't really fuck with people like that. So I no longer really talk to him. I just kind of like keep up with some of the things he's been doing. But other than that, I do not really keep up with him anymore. And I'm sorry that you went through that. No one should ever have to go yeah. through that. And even if you did steal 10000 uh, from him, bitch, he kind of deserved it. Because especially like what he put you through, he kind of deserved it. It's not worth it, you know? And I'm, I'm sorry. Like I, said, now looking back, I, now looking back, looking back, I wish I would have, you know, taken my stuff, what's mine. And, you know, maybe you'll ask this further on, but I recently, you know, not recently, but I had my second engagement broken off last year. And I decided again to just take a couple bags and let bygones be bygones and let them have their shit. Well, now they're trying to sabotage me. And I'm like, you know what? I should have took half of everything that motherfucker had or half of everything that was mine or what we had. But I always try to take the high road. I will say this as well. So we'll dive into that person in just a second because, you know, I'm trying to do them in order. But my thing is with him, the second one, oh, yeah. I, would, I would actually, I would have married his ass and took that bitch for everything. But I don't think he has a lot. He's the type of person seems like to me that he pretends to be something that he's not. He had unfollowed me on Instagram because he knew that we were still friends. I'm like, boy, not at all. But we'll dive into him in a second because I have some tea on him, first off. Um, I've heard a lot of things about him, but your first, your first fiance, he was a mess. I remember. Yeah, I remember it was one time I want to like talk about this. I remember it was one time my first and ever roommate, if you watched episode one, I talked about him. But first, so my one roommate, it was me, him, um, and also it was another black guy in the car with your ex. And I remember he was trying to so hard to fuck around with uh, my former roommate and just to see like how aggressive he was because my former roommate had pulled me to the side. He was like, you know what? He is very aggressive and I cannot deal with him. And I've heard this many times from multiple people. And if I've heard it from multiple people, I know it's a problem. You know what I mean? Totally. And, you know, he, you've seen it yourself. And I, when I was with this person, I mean, I'm not a fighter. I'm a lover. But there were so many times where we would go out and there were bar fights. There was this. There was that. And it was just so bad. And, you know, their actions speak for themselves. They can say all they want. They can try to persuade you you're, they're a good person. But let's look at their actions. And their actions, you know, very frowned upon. Yeah. You know, also, too, at the time, because I didn't know a lot about you. Because our friendship didn't really develop until, like, later. But I remember, like, some of the things, like, he would tell me. He was like, oh, yeah. my God, I did so much for him. He stole money from me. He was like, 
he was he tried to say that you had like a drug problem and then you just he just tried to like blame you for everything that's just how but that's just how psycho people are yeah and now when i look back and i think about it i was like you know what tanner was right about everything he said about him because from what what i saw from other people and what they said it made me start to believe that he was the problem and if i will say this if you felt some type of way with me being friends with him i'm so sorry i do want to apologize uh, for you for that because you do not deserve that at all but looking back looking at your life now your life is so much better you're in a better spot might not be with men <laughs> but you are in a better spot you know <laughs> i don't i'm much better spot i would never give you any shit for being friends with him now if i were to see you tomorrow with him at dinner i would be like hold up but no i'm not a person where i make people choose sides and whatever i might give you my opinion but um no i no no apology needed yeah that's that's true you know but you know what only thing you can really do is just kind of like move on with your life you know whatever you've been through don't make that the present don't make that about your life now you know what i mean so i'm glad that you're moving in the right direction you have more positive people in your life um let's first off a few weeks ago people I was supposed to film an episode with his ex-roommate. Before I jump into ex number two, I am so I'm so glad I did not film with him. Guys, what you guys did not see was this person in particular. Wait, let's be clear. The roommate is not my ex. Yeah, sorry, ex-roommate. Let me clarify. The roommate. Uh, yeah, okay. So his ex-roommate. Yeah came on my show because I was going to do an episode with him because he reached out to me multiple times to be on my show and we wanted to do an episode with him promoting his real estate. So we was going to do a, like a Valentine's Day theme. I was going to uh, dress in red and he was going to like dress up really nice. This fucking bitch came on my fucking show, y'all, wearing great value ass pajamas. And not only that, we had to start over like five fucking times because he just could not get it right at all. That pissed me the fuck off. And he kept telling me, he was like, don't you upload this. Don't do not do this. Honestly, I'm the type of person, I'm very professional. But when you come on my show, make sure you fucking prepare. I'm giving you a platform in order to voice your opinion. So be ready. Do, do you come on Drew Barrymore's show? Do you come on Good Morning America wearing great value ass pajamas? Get your shit together. Tanner, am I right on that? Unless you're Oprah, get your life together. Absolutely. Absolutely on that. And sorry, I just had to mention that because that was something just, it kind of irked me because I like, when, I, when I'm when i on my show, I come prepared, you know, and I want everyone else to come prepared because this is, you know, this is fun. Yeah, yeah, I definitely. I mean, you take it seriously and it's your baby. And you want quality, not just like random people with no purpose on there and not saying that's that he has no purpose, but come prepared or snooze you lose. So, I mean, you can only fake it so long. That's all I'm going to say. And you know what? I, he was so nervous. <laughs> this also I was going to say as well, I was going to ask him some questions because allegedly, well, it's not really allegedly because he said it himself, he was a cum dump. 
And if anyone doesn't know what a comp dump is, is when you're getting fucked by <laughs> people. And him in particular was, and I remember it was one day you had told me that you, you had to end up cooking dinner for him and his friends. That's what you thought these people were. And they were running a train on him. I just thought that it was just so nasty and I was going to bring it up to him. <laughs> and my thing is, just be upfront about shit. And don't sit there and lie about it. And I just felt like with him coming on my show, it was so disrespectful that he just was not prepared. And i that's all I'm going to say on it. Because that will be this will be two hour long show if I go into that topic. You know? Yeah, all I gotta say is people act like they're holier than thou and, you know, love to judge others and comment on others' outfits or appearance or, you know, personality or just anything. And that person in particular always was just judging everyone and everything. But I'm like, okay, well, what about you? You know, yeah. uh, don't tell me what I need to do. You should look at yourself. Um, you know, and that goes towards a lot of people. I've encountered too. Stop worrying about what I'm doing. Worry about what you're doing. My rent's paid on time. My bills are paid on time. Actually, ahead of time. And, you know, that's all I got to say. Well, also, too, wasn't he like charging you more than you were supposed to be paying as well um, when you were like staying with him? Because to me, that's. I mean. Yeah, I mean, it's funny because he's. This person thinks he's a real estate agent and may be able to maneuver around me. I mean, I give off the persona. I'm a very charming, bubbly person, but I ain't stupid. I'm not fucking stupid. And, you know, you can Google anything these days. You can, I mean, all I got to do is ask the manager how much the rent is. And, and, you know, so do I feel like, yes, I was being completely overcharged. It was fine. I mean, he probably needed the money. I don't know. I'm always here to help, okay? Any way I can help, I will help. But, yeah. Um, I actually just moved into a beautiful place and worth all my money. So it looks better. Yeah, I, I don't. You know, I'm not gonna pay top. <laughs> it is much better to say the yeah. least. Cause that little that little shack that you were living <laughs> in, girl, that place. I'm like, how much you told me you were paying? I'm like, you paying this much for it? And like, it did not look like it was supposed to look. You called it was next to Shake Shack. I'll give it that. But a shack. It, it was, was a shack. smaller. It was different from what I was used to. It was different. It was a phase in my life. And I had left all summer and I came back and I was like, I just need a place for a couple months. And that was the place. That's where I ended up. Yeah. Because yeah, <laughs> Tan Tan Tanner is always traveling. He's always booked and busy because that's what it's about. Because that's what we do. We're winners. Period. So, Tanner, I do want to jump into. I'm booked and busy. And, and I... Go ahead. Jump right in. Yeah, I was going <laughs> to say, I wanted you to jump right into. No, I said jump in. I'm ready. Yeah, so I do want to talk about X number two. And, and this was the person who you were engaged to. This person in particular, we're not going to give names, but this person is, I don't think he's very well known in WeHo, but you did a lot for him. He was a plastic surgeon and he, this dude was a mess. I I do want to cover, because you did tell me like the, he was a cheater. And also allegedly, according to someone, he also has a small dick. 
And I've been a few people have confirmed that with me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Is it speechless? Is it? Is it true? Um. All I'm gonna say is, uh, it's my. I don't like big ones. Okay. That's all I'm gonna say. Is bigger. I'm like, whoo! I'm running away. Like. If it's a Loch Ness monster sort of vibe, like I'm out. Okay, I'm more of like a little goldfish kind of person, you know. Uh, you know, I can't deal with a big Loch Ness monster. I mean, go back into the ocean. I I, I definitely agree with you. <laughs> I, I do also want to talk about because did I you, answer the question? Yes, you did. You answered the question. Thank you, Tanner. Um, I do also want to talk about because you also did some work for him. So this guy in particular, his ex, had a skincare line. I mean, not only did I just do some work for him, I, I, I had fucking helped him build a lot of his... While I was with him, I did not just do a little work. I molded and built with him a lot of the things he was doing. But I'll let you finish. Yeah, yeah, you definitely, you built a life, you, well, you guys were, the plan was to build a life with each other. But also, this is what I want to ask you, because you were working for him in particular, and like I said, you built him up, but you also mentioned to me once upon a time that he, well, the first time when you guys were dating, <laughs> that he would tell you, hey, let's, um, I want to see you get fucked by, like, random guys. Is this true? I wanted to um, kind of, like, clear this up. Yeah, so I'm more of a monogamous traditional person when it comes to sex and I don't judge others but um not everyone's like that and no judgment towards that but yeah the you know yes to answer your question you know he would be like oh it'd be so hot if I just came home to you getting fucked by all these guys and or just weird shit like that like you know and I'm not really into that and some people just can't keep it in their pants. So, um, and some people need that sort of attention to feed their ego. And it doesn't matter what size you are. I mean, everyone's got to get it, but some people want it way more. And, and with everyone, you know, they just don't want one person. They want everyone. They want their cake and they, they want to eat it too. Yeah, definitely. And yeah. Did it ever happen? No, I still have never had a threesome. You're one of the few. You're one of the few. I cannot even say I haven't because I have multiple times. <laughs> that that I just. Mean, I tried to last spring in Puerto Vallarta. I mean, oh, that's my spot. But that's another story. Just oh, kidding. I had you <laughs> when I was out there, but you know what? They're a lot of fun, but you know they're not for everyone. I will say that. Okay. Also, as well, this is what I wanted to bring I up. I tried to do it, and I ran away. Yeah, well, shoot, shoot your shot. I get it. I trust me. I, I understand. But this is also too what I wanted to talk about. So you guys <laughs> have broke up the first time, and you got in a relationship with someone else who's high profile. Because I remember you had your birthday party at his house. This guy in particular, I did not like him because he was the type of person who just was very stuck up. And you know how I am. I call it the way I see it. You dated him for like a short period of time. 
and I'm pretty sure you're still friends with him, so I'm, I'm not going to dive too much in that topic. But I wanted to say that you dated him for a short period of time, and then you and your ex got back together, and this time around, you guys got engaged. How did that go yeah. the second time around? Um, this, with, with the, my fiancé? Mm -hmm. How did it go? Or with the other guy? Well, you can talk about both of them. The it's other guy. Um, well, okay, so I left my ex several times because very disrupting things were happening in my life, and <clears throat> I gave up my job and everything to help him build his life. So when someone else came along and was giving me the attention I needed, I, I didn't leave him for that guy, but I mean, I was like, I don't need to be in this toxic relationship anymore. So I left focus on myself, met this other guy, started dating him. We were on and off for a while, but very, very high profile, really good friend of mine, love him to death. But when my ex came crawling back out of the black hole and was like, I can't live without you. Sorry, there's some dog out there. Okay. Um, but I took him back. So I was like, okay, this is showing me you're committing to building something with me. And, and if you say what's true, then long story short, I did go back to the ex and we got engaged and everyone was in shock. I mean, they were just like, like everyone's jaw dropped and I was just living in the moment. Um, I thought that would cure all of our problems, which it ended up not. The other guy was, he's m much more wiser and smarter. Um, so, you know, he didn't take it that bad, but it was still a little messy. It's all, least. always is. So, I uh, mean, it, it always, I mean, yes, it just, yeah. So once you took him back the second time around, what happened? Why did you guys break up and who broke up with who? <laughs> um, okay, so when I took him back, all was dandy in the world, blah, 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 for like a week or two. <clears throat> and what happened was, was he never changed. He was like a man child. He was lying to me. He was gaslighting me. He was manipulating me. I mean, again, I quit all my businesses to help him grow his businesses. I mean, there was just a lot of nasty, really bad things that I wouldn't due to a partner, um, you know, and so ultimately I started to be like, okay, I need to get my ind independence back. And I started my own business again. I started working on it. I was doing everything. I was doing all his stuff and my stuff. I mean, people like to call me like a trust fund baby, which I don't know where they got that from, but I'm a fucking hustler. And just because I don't talk about what I do all the time, doesn't mean I'm not doing anything. Absolutely. So once I started to do more things for myself and and, you know, I was in New York for Fashion Week. I was walking Fashion Week and doing shows and I was doing photo shoots. And it just changed. Like, I was by myself for a month and I was like, you know what? I don't need this kind of stuff in my life. Also, he still was dating guys behind my back and we tried to have an open relationship. Didn't work. He was dating, like, this 19-year-old while he was gone. <clears throat> and, I, I, you know, I know everything. I will, you know, I, I don't make up things in my head, okay? If I know something, I know it. Like, 
and I act on it only on facts. So when I came back, which was on, uh, I came back last Valentine's Day, and I pretty much was just like, I'm done. I took off my ring. I gave it to him. He begged me to stay. <clears throat> he begged me to continue to work for him. And <clears throat> sorry. And I just said, no, like, I'm done. He's like, okay, well, if you need time, like, we can still live together. Like, my cars. Like, we had a big life together. I mean, it wasn't small. And so, again, I was like, okay, I'll think about it. Then he went to work the next day. I packed a couple bags, and I left. And, again, what did this person do? Try to accuse me of stealing stuff or taking stuff, which, actually, I didn't take anything. And, you know... When you leave someone who's a narcissist and a manipulator and a liar, their ego shot. So their only way to cope for them is to make the other person look bad and to tell themselves lies. And that's kind of how that unfolded. So how did you find out that he was cheating? Did a 19-year-old come forward? How did that happen? He's an idiot. That's all I got to say. He's a fucking idiot. I mean, people talk. I'm not an idiot. Uh, I don't care how old you are. I don't care if you're 50, 60, 70, 80. Some of these people out here, they do not learn their lessons. So people would message me on Instagram. I am a great stalker, too. (laughs) So I would do some stalking. I'm not going to lie. I will. I don't care. But, I mean... Guys were posting photos in my bedroom, my house, my view. You know, it was just out there. Everyone know. I would see messages on his phone. Like, it was just, it was like he didn't care. And he would lie about it. I'm like, dude, if I ask you a fucking question, I already know the answer. And these guys, I'm not trying to be rude, but these men will cheat on you with anyone. Absolutely, especially when they're older and they have money. And this is something I've learned over the years because I've fucked around and dated a lot of people. Allegedly, exactly. That's just something that I learned over the years with, with me fucking around and dating people who have money. They will still cheat. It doesn't matter if you're good in the bedroom, if you give them everything they want. If they see something else they want, they're going to go for it. And that's just something that you cannot change. And that's something I realized over the the years as well, you know? Yeah. I mean, we tried therapy. We tried everything. And I just got to a point where I was like, I feel like I'm going crazy. I was like, there's, I was like, I just can't do it anymore. It was, it was not physically anything like nothing physical, but mentally I was just like, Oh my God, like, I don't want to go back into, because I've been depressed before. I had a suicide stint and I was like, this is going to get me back to where I came out of and I have to get out of here and I have to leave the relationship. And so that's what I did. You know, fast forward, I don't talk to him. I mean, I know I'm talking about him right now, I guess, but he's done a lot of really, really negative things to me after I left him. And, you know, that's fine. That's on you. Karma's a bitch. It will come back and already has. Um, I'm much happier and I have less anxiety. And, you know, yeah, I look better it, than ever, even without I, the filler and the Botox. Absolutely. <laughs> you look great since you don't have it. I will remember when you first got it, I was like, girl, you're kind of overdoing it. You were looking like Lil' Kim. 
That's right. I was, you know, I was looking like a little Ken doll, but just a little bit more plumped up. And, you know, when you're with someone, you know, sometimes you change the way you live and you change the way you move according to who you're around a lot. And I was around this person a lot. And, you know, it was... I can laugh about it now and it's a joke, but in the moment it was like, I was not well. And I think just anyone who's going through a bad breakup or a bad relationship or just anything like it does get better and just stay positive and, you know, choose peace over anything. I I definitely agree with you on that. And I remember it was one time you had told me, cause I, it was, so it was upon a time I thought about getting a nose job. And you had told me, you was like, why don't you get your nose done by him? <laughs> Girl, absolutely not. Having me looking like Latoria Jackson, absolutely not. I'm not trying to look like the Jackson 5. Like, <laughs> I, I would have been looking a mess. So I'm glad I got past that insecurity. And I definitely would not, I would never get a nose job. You know, I'm happy with the way I look. And I'm, I'm starting to embrace yeah. my look. And yes. Yeah. That's so, good. We, we want the Jackson 5 bank account. Yes, that's Not it. Not the notes. Yes, that's <laughs> it. So, Tanner, it seems yes. like to me it's kind of like a pattern when it comes down to, to these guys that you are dating. They're all kind of like in a way controlling, manipulative, and just like overall just crazy. So the next person I want to ask you about, and this was very recent, yes. everyone. I'm going to give everyone a little bit of a backstory about this guy who – Tanner was dating. This guy in particular is a big promoter out here in West Hollywood. He's known to be twerking his ass all over the uh, internet. And this was the first relationship that Tanner was topping in a relationship because he's a big bottom. So I was like, kudos to you. Yeah, I sure did. You you chased it up finally and you started topping. and you, Yeah, you were giving me strict top for a hot second. But knew deep down inside that you really did not want to do that. But you know what? You, with this relationship, you kind of, he's a lot, he's below you. And I felt like with him, he was not meant for you long term. Me and a few more are friends. I will say her name because I love her. Shout out to Yasmin if you're watching this. But I will say, we said in particular that he was not, he was not for you. We all knew he was not the type of person that needed to be in your life. He was sweet, and I will say, to me, he felt like he was loyal, but he had some tendencies to be crazy. So I wanted to ask you about him. What kind of, like, went down in your relationship with him? To me, he seemed like he was very insecure, but I want you to kind of, like, elaborate a lot more about it, you know? Now, um, <clears throat> you know, I'm not saying names of anyone. But I will give this person the benefit of the doubt. You know, we want the same things. He's very loyal. He's very traditional. He's monogamous. He came up to me, asked me out pretty much. To me, I admire that, so I gave him a chance. We are completely polar opposites. Um, I do really respect him and care for him, but there are certain things that people go through in their life. I'm one of them that make you insecure. And sometimes you can't control it and it makes you overthink and it, and it makes you act a certain way. And sometimes 
some people aren't as good as as others to uh, about controlling their emotions. So this person in particular is very emotional. It comes from a good place, um, but sometimes when you let your emotions get the best of you, crazy shit happens. And so you know, it was a short relationship, but um, it was eventful. You know, and also, too, this is something I realized with him as well. He got to the point where he didn't want you to be around anybody. His insecurities definitely took, was it was a lot. And it, it definitely showed. I, I, I do like him as a person. And this is just not even me, like, talking shit about him. And, and this is just something I've observed and I saw for myself. This person in particular was on, if I am right, was on Vander, Vanderpump Rules. And this guy, it just... To me, he came off as very psycho. And, you know, I'm a type of person. I know. I see psycho right away. If I see craziness, I get away from it. I've, I've been in relationships where I've dealt with we craziness. Know. Say that one more time. Yeah. I said, we, we know the crazy ones. We've been around enough of them. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. You know, for me, it, it seemed like. All these relationships you have had over the years, and these are like three highlights in your your life. I'm, I'm pretty sure you've had more, but it seemed like it's a pattern. So, Tanner, <laughs> here's what I wanted to, I wanted to ask you. It is. Yeah. yeah. Do you do you think you're the problem? Oh, you did you? Do I think I am the problem? Um. In a way, I do think I'm a problem, a part of the problem. I think it's a problem, and I think I am a part of the problem. I don't think I'm a whole problem, but when you continue to keep making the same mistakes over and over again, you really have to look in the mirror, and mm -hmm. that's something I have done is I have made the same mistakes over and over again when it comes to dating, um, specifically emotionally unavailable men who are, you know, just, I've already said it, narcissistic or gaslighting or, you know, um, it's a pattern and I'm trying to get out of the pattern. And do I think I'm a part of the problem? Yes, because I think I want to see the best in everyone. And I think people make mistakes and, you know, I think people deserve to be forgiven. And I think it's a hard life out there. I mean, it re there really is. There's people who have childhood traumas that affect their relationships their whole entire life. And we all have them. Some choose to deal with them, some don't. But I, for some reason, continue to date guys who are kind of similar in different aspects, but overall similar. Did you and I don't know how to stop. I have a problem. What's well, how do I fix it? That's what I was going to ask you about. Do you think you need therapy? Do you think you need to see someone to kind of like deal with your trauma that you've got? I have, I have a therapist okay. um, that I talked to. I've talked to him for like three years now. Um, it works. I mean, it works. Apparently. It's really hard though. I'm not trying to put the blame, but majority of the men out there are fucking crazy. Apparently, Tanner, I will say this. I don't think it's working that that good because you keep dealing with these same guys. If you've been seeing <laughs> for th three years, bitch, and it's still you're meeting all these crazy men and they have issues, 
it's something that you need to kind of like rework around. I don't know. I it, for me, I, I let me let me give you a little bit of a story. Just like last night, I went up to this guy who's very known, yeah. and he owns a, a big talent agency. He works with a lot of celebrities. I was at his house last night, and having a conversation with him. He knows you, by the way, because we were talking about you. Um, but having a conversation with him, I knew you right. Say good things are bad. No, he didn't say anything bad. I will say that. But having a conversation with him in particular, it made me realize that, no, he's full of shit. And I was like, you know what? I am not about to allow someone in my life who's crazy. This dude is very well off, allegedly. He has money. But, and he also mentioned to me as well that he was looking for a relationship. And I told him, I was like, you know what? I'll be down for that, but not with you. Because for me, it's, and I've seen some things that he's done in the past, <laughs> and I called him out on it last night. Just like a few years ago, he claimed that he had broke up with his boyfriend, and he was, he was being, well, first off, excuse me, let me, let me clarify. He had broke up with his boyfriend, and then he went on this, this stage where he just was not fucking around with anyone. I knew he was lying about that. Then he, I, I called him a lie. Then he said that he was still in a relationship with his ex x until 2021 but another friend messaged me last night saying that he he went over to his house and he pulled his dick out right in front of him i said okay i, I asked him this morning i said when was this he said it was june 2020 so the next time homeboy uh texts me i'm gonna call him out. i'm like you know what that's not what i heard someone told me something completely different so don't lie to me because i tell people all the time do not lie to me because I know when you're lying. And that's when I kind of, I for me, I always know when someone's and lying. You will find out. Yeah. And this is something I want you to realize as well. I want you to start trusting your instincts. If something doesn't feel right about a person, no. I don't care how hot they are, how much money they have. Do not fucking deal with them, you know? And I agree with you. I think my biggest problem is I have a great instinct but I ignore it. I ignore red flags. For some reason, I chase them. Stop I it. should be running. Um, so I completely agree. Stop it. Yes. We need checkered flags, not red. I, I also, but to go back to the therapist thing, you know, I... Go for it. You go, go, go. I was also going to say, I was going to say about the ex, the recent one, I was going to ask you as well, did he do any kind of like physical abuse or just, was it just all mental? No, he, I would not label him abusive mentally or physically. I think that, like I said before, we all have trauma that we don't resolve. And I think some people don't resolve it and it affects their relationships. And so, this person means well, he has great intentions. He just doesn't know how to deal with his emotions. And I, you know, I think everyone should deal, um, not deal, but seek therapy that have trauma in their past due to relationships or family or just anything. And not to call this person out, but my suggestion would to be, you know, nothing in your life's going to change. You're not going to have better relationships until you fix the past. And, that's that. I mean, so yeah, this part, no. He was not physically or mentally abusive. Um, as I've had prior experience with other exes that have been that way, yes. But 
not him. And it's really common nowadays. Like there are people in relationships that don't even know that they're like being mind fucked. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Well, I'm, I'm glad to hear that he wasn't physically or uh, mentally abusive. And that, that's great to hear. I'm, I'm glad that part, yeah. because I think somewhere down the line, he probably would have, I'm, to be honest, this is just from what I've seen. I think somewhere down the line, I think he would have gotten to that point. But I'm glad you cut it off a lot earlier. And because one thing I love about you, you always try to see the good in people like we talked about. But you also you also try to give people second chances because you gave your first ex many chances. You gave your ex, your second ex fiance many chances because you went back to him. You gave this person many chances as well. And you try to see the good in people. But when they show you the first time who they are, believe them. And that's the same thing I look into, like, I look at it as well in uh, friendships. Yes, of course. And this last year after, you know, calling my engagement off, I really noticed who was there for me and who was not there for me. I lost a lot of friends, but I also gained and got closer to old friends and new friends. And I think this year we've got really close. We really have. We really have. You know, it. You know, I will say this as well. I think also the pandemic really showed people who who were their, their true friends and who matter and who needed to stay in your life. So I, I I look at everything happens for a reason, and that's something I slowly started to realize over the years. I'm like, you know what? I have no control over things. Only thing I can just really do is just be me and just kind of like live life. You know, I gotta really just focus on my career. And all that other shit just do not really matter. Mm-hmm. I do want to also say as well. So I know you're single yeah. now. Are you um, are you in the market like looking for another like relationship? Like are you are you looking for another relationship? And what kind of qualities are you looking for if you're like looking for a relationship? You know. I, I feel like I'm not looking for a relationship. Okay. I think that's a good idea. Once in my life, I feel like I have been chased. But <laughs> I think that's a good idea. You, this time around, Tanner, you need a yeah, pick. I'm, I'm really genuinely. I agree. So I'm not looking for a relationship. I'm looking for love in different places, though, with my family, with my friends, and mostly myself. Do I want to find a partner? And when that happens, yes, I want to find a partner. And when that does happen, the qualities I'm going to look for are honesty, being authentic. Do we enjoy the same things? I like being with someone who's a little different than me, though. And someone who's emotionally put together and overall will just let me be Tantan. That's all I want to do is be Tantan. Yes. I want to be able to go and do anything I want. And be trusted. And just because you're insecure doesn't mean I have to stop my life to fulfill that. Like, I don't, you know, I just want someone more emotionally <clears throat> mature. I Okay. Well, I'm, I'm glad to hear that. I do have one last juicy question for you. Have you ever used any, it, well, <laughs> just like your exes, have you used any man for money? And don't lie to me because I know. <laughs> Have I used a guy for money? Like, I don't, okay. okay. I, I, 
I'm I have never used. What? You I'm go gonna... first. Okay, I'm gonna give you an example. This person, I don't think was your ex. If you remember when you were working at Flaming um, Saddle back in the day, this is a place that closed down. If anyone does not know, but you... okay, 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 yeah, girl, because you know I was gonna call it out. Um. Okay. So, he is not a boyfriend. He was not an ex. But I know who you're speaking about. Mm-hmm. And we did dates. And I would not say I used him for money. No. I wouldn't say I used him for anything. But others may think otherwise. Did I use him? I was new to the city. Did I use him as a way to <clears throat> get to know the city? Because he's from this city. So, yes, in a way, I used him to get to know Los Angeles. I, I, I was, he was showing me around. So, I don't know. What would, what would you label that? Because he never just gave me money. Well, he was paying for things. So, I, that's, why I was, that's why I asked you about it. I, cause, yeah. Okay. Cause, yeah. Okay, well, yeah. yeah I, I mean, when I moved here, I didn't have a lot of money. And, you know... He we he took me out to dinners. We went on trips. He paid for it, and you know I keep it real. Like I don't, I wasn't using him, but he did pay for a lot of my things. A lot of these hoes out here, though, be going to dinner, going on these trips, and be like, "Oh, I paid for." Okay, you did not pay for shit. The guy you're with did, and there's no problem to doing that. There's no problem if a man wants to take you out to dinner or on a trip and pay for it several times. Do you boo? No one's judging. You Just know, like Meg the Stallion says, I'm going to spend his money too. Period. I will say, I've had many times where guys taking me out on <laughs> trips, taking me out on dates and shit like that. I don't, you know, I don't give a damn. I'm not judging you at, at all. But I'm just curious to see if you look at, well, you looking at when you were talking to him as a way of you were not using him for his money. If he was taking you out on trips, he was taking you out on all these dinners. To me, you were still kind of using him, you know? So you might not think of it as a way as he was just like taking care of you, but he was doing things for you, you know? He was, and he was very generous and very nice, and, and he was very authentic, and we're still friends. You know, he was one of my really good friends. He still is. Mm-hmm. And, you know, sometimes in life, you need help. I'm not going to shy away from that. And in that moment... People come into your lives for certain things. And at that time in my life, he was helping me get through some things. And, you know, I've been on each side of each spectrum. And, yeah, I mean, get that coin. <laughs> get that trip. Absolutely. I So I will say, I am so proud of you. Like, I remember when I first met you from allegedly stealing $10,000 to like where you are right now, you're doing really well, you're succeeding, and you're just overall, you seem like you're more happier. Even though like all the trauma that you went through, like all your exes, it seemed like you're in a better spot. So I, I do definitely want to tell you that. And I'm so proud of you. Thank you. I appreciate that. It's been a rough ride, you know. I always say if I was a housewife, my tagline would be, my life's a roller coaster, so buckle up, bitch. Okay, 
We're going up and down, side to side, underground, over the top to the moon. We are going everywhere. And I will always tell the truth. And if I owe you money, come find me. Because I don't. How about that? Probably you owe me money. That part. Catch me outside the ATM. Because you probably owe me some money. Um, I don't owe anyone money. I think. I'm joking. (laughs) I, I, I know exactly what you mean. But, okay, well, you know what? That was my last question yeah. I had for you on this episode. I think we covered a lot, and I can already tell right now, based on this whole interview that I had with you, you're probably going to be a highlight. So get ready for that. This was my, my mid-season finale. I will be back in two weeks for more episodes. So, Tanner, it's time to close out this show. I do want to thank you for coming on here. You know how much I love you. And I've told you many times how, how much you have grown as a person. So let's just go ahead and close out this show. And people, thank you for tuning in. I love I'm, you and congrats on the show. Thank you. Thank you. I'm really so trying glad. and I'm glad that it's working out. So, but as I always I'm say. proud of you too and I love you. And- Thank you, Tanner. I really appreciate it. And sorry for, like, the lag. I don't know what's happening, but you know this fucking cheap-ass fucking internet. You know how that shit goes. Put out. No, I say, I, I do know how, yep, the internet is, with all this rain, you know, it's, it's coming down hard. Well, you know, people out here in L.A. don't know how to handle shit, so that probably makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Period. Okay. Okay, well, I'm going to go ahead and close out this show. And people, as I always say, get your life together, get your credit together, and clean that fucking kitchen because we do not do roaches. Tanner, can I get an amen? Amen. Hallelujah. Hello, fucking Luya. Absolutely. Thank you, Boo, so much. I will talk to you Bye. soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.